the uh, uh yeah batman forever that was, the, that, was, that was like the joel schumacher like horseshit one yeah and that was the one that was like all colorful right it was the one with mr freeze yeah, okay and jim carrey as the uh -huh. riddler I and believe. everything was like too uh fluorescent and batman had nipples <laughs> that's right <laughs> Today's episode of the Natural Habitat Podcast is brought to you by our YouTube channel. YouTube. YouTube, what's that? YouTube is a place for content creators to create content and display it for the world. Excellent. Yeah, so you go there, you create uh, some sort of video content, upload it onto YouTube, create a channel, have it on that channel, people watch it, people like it, share it, and uh, you get a small amount of revenue. That seems like a great new concept. That's right. So uh, you can go to YouTube, type in Natural Habitat Podcast, click subscribe, and get all of our videos that we have coming out in the future. All of them? All of them. They're all free, which is the dope thing. You watch these videos for free. Did I mention YouTube's free? You didn't. There's no monthly service or account uh, activation with a credit card you need to do. They're not going to ask you for a favor somewhere down the line? Uh, there are many favors in the form of unskippable ads, and that's about it. But for the most part, YouTube's a pretty legit thing. So go there, subscribe, watch our shit. This episode that we are recording right now is available visual style. Visual style? Video style? Um, yeah, I guess. Both of those are available on YouTube as one video a single video so you, you wait a second you're seeing the you're saying that they can hear you a, at the same time as seeing you absolutely and, and the words that they're hearing are synced up with with the mouth that's moving uh -huh. on, on the video yeah like if i were to say and do a karate chop they would see it so it's almost as if they're in the room with you just just observing the conversation or, or the or whatever's happening exactly and that's that's one of the best things about podcasts is that you get to sit in on this conversation it's fantastic now can you explain how the internet works uh yeah i can it's a um it's a bunch of uh it's a bunch of different people's computers connected uh on a uh on a worldwide web that uh that allows people to share information uh, with one another freely and also um, uh, number two bandwidth is porn used to be number one but it's secondly used for porn first <clears throat> for social media well this all sounds like promising new technology on the horizon uh-huh well I'm glad that you're excited about it I am I hope the listeners are so go there and subscribe uh, I have awesome tie in the house today hey 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 that is his catchphrase. Hey, 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 hey. And we're going to do this. You ready to start it up? Uh, yeah, let's do it. Let it us, let it us do it.
Thank you for tuning in to the Natural Habitat Podcast. My name is Mikey Booya. My name is Awesome Ty. And for people that have uh, that have been tuning into our YouTube videos and noticed the two jars of weed that were sitting here last week have now been reduced to this jar of weed. That's just how it works. Okay, that's life. Reduced to rubble. Uh huh. Reduced to Barney Rebels in a jar. Jarney Rebels is what I call it. It happens to the best of us. You know what? That pun wasn't very, like, it didn't make a lot of sense, but I'm proud of it, and it was on the spot. It, it made sense. Yeah? Yeah, because, you know, I said it was reduced to rubble, and then, you know, you made the Jarney <laughs> Rubble reference, which was, uh, I Jarny think it Barney? worked. Yeah. I think it worked, yeah. All right, well, I'm I'm proud of it. I'm going to go ahead and give you the point for it. Yeah. Just Is it one point, or is this, just like, basketball point. points? No, it's just a single point. All right, just making sure. Um, that is a very sweet Macho Man Randy Savage shirt that you are rocking right now. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Dig it. And the bright yellow. <coughs> sweet buy. Sweet buy, my friend. Thanks, man. I got it at Walmart. <coughs> yeah? Walmart, yeah. We were talking about uh, about Walmart and how, like, you find some, like, sweet shit at Walmart. For me, it's Halloween shirts. I found, like, a bunch of Halloween shirts at Walmart and they'll only be available for the month of October. And they usually just get a box of like, you know, 80 of them or whatever. And then that's it. And they just kind of sit on the shelf for a while. And then they send them all back at the end. So it's, uh, you can buy them. And it's not like, uh, like Walmart goes to their shirts a lot. So yeah. you think that, you know, small town, Walmart, the only Walmart within like a, you know, 40 50 mile radius they have a cool shirt everybody's going to be wearing yeah. it so if you get it everyone's going to be wearing that shirt For sure but it, it never really works yeah. like that i don't know man like this past year i've just been buying up like old school wrestling memorabilia yeah at like an alarming rate i've noticed like that. the wwe's got they've gotten a good chunk of change for me over the past year <laughs> i just got uh for as a gift for my birthday i got uh uh actual like rick flair robe yeah yeah it's like a full-on rick flair replica robe and then you know, buying T-shirts and this is full size. Yeah, yeah, full size. I haven't taken it out of the box, uh, the packaging yet, but I could, I could wear it. Dang. I could wear it around and, and pretend to be Ric Flair if I got a blonde wig. Are you gonna take it out of the packaging? Uh, it's a tough decision. See, that is because it's like this is a this is a Ric Flair replica robe. Yes. And is this like is this like a like a Halloween costume style thing? It's not. I is mean, it like is it? Like high end, kind of. Yeah, it's nicer than a Halloween costume. It's definitely, you know, like not, not a Halloween costume. Yeah. And uh, what is what is the package like? Does it come in like a box? It comes in a box. Yeah. yeah. It's it's a neat box, and it's got like a little little opening, so you could feel how you know nice uh, the yeah. robe is. You know what I mean? You can feel how plush and shiny it is. And okay, so I think you're familiar with the Ric Flair robe, yeah? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay, cool. So. Now, what I'm thinking is that the integrity of the robe and the box have been broken by this little preview hole that you can finger and feel the softness of the robe. So it's already going to get weathered by the elements. That's true. So it's not like you have this unopened box. What is it, tape? We're talking a tape situation here? I'm pretty sure there's probably tape securing the, the box from, you know, the folds. Open. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I'm wondering if we could do like some sort of steam tape thing, make it look like... <laughs> I like the way you're headed. <laughs> yeah, tricking future buyers. Yeah. Because how old is this? Is this a recent release? Yeah, it just came on the market like this this past month. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. First uh, time ever. 
I don't know, man. I mean, you used to be able to buy like knockoff ones that were like you know Halloween yeah. costume quality, but I think this is Just the first like licensed, full on like replica of, of an actual Ric Flair robe. So I, you know, I was stoked to get it. Yeah, man, that's fresh. Where did you get this thing? Um, it was a gift. Yeah, it was a gift. Yes, it was a gift. Dang. So it's a mystery. It is a mystery, yeah. I believe you can get them online. I yeah. mean, I imagine you can get anything online pretty much except yeah, you can get you know, anything. illegal things. You could uh you could even get illegal things online sometimes. Hey, uh, depending on how yeah. illegal. The the what is it? The dark web. Yeah, I've watched documentaries about Have you accessed the, the dark, dark web. web before? I haven't, have you? I I, I did. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did just to get on there and see what I could it find. It sounds like you did it one time. I did one time. <laughs> okay. I have no no reason like to <laughs> other to you know, just out of sheer curiosity, uh-huh. you know, to see what I could find. And you know, sure. I just basically I I, I read like an article that told me exactly how to do it. To do and like then, the tour and like the onion all, browser. Yeah, and all I don't shit. remember all the shit. It was you know, it was a few things that I had to do. Yeah, and then you know I went on and I remember I I read that same thing I think or <laughs> an article like it and it was uh it was talking about like three different things that I had to download like or like two different things that yeah. I had to download onto my computer and like special programs and browsers and all this shit. Yep. And it was like beware of uh beware of fakes and and whenever I went to go try to find it there was all these different versions of it. So I was like, I don't know. I'm not sure if I want to go down this road, down right. this down this silk road. <laughs> <laughs> See what you did there. So, uh, so yeah, illegal things are on the internet. Yep. I've I've definitely watched plenty of documentaries, and I uh, I like to go down YouTube rabbit holes. And one of them that I went down a while ago was um, like crazy stories about the dark web and crazy things that people have seen. Did you ever hear about the soup? There was like a soup eating guy. A soup eating guy. A soup eating guy. I mean, I eat soup. Here, like, okay, it's uh, I'll try to find the video. It's like, it's like this dude in this room, and he's like, his face is like blurred out, uh-huh. and he's like in his underwear, sitting at a table, and then he's like eating soup, and these two things come in. Here, look, I'm gonna. Just... Well, what kind of soup is it? Creepy soup guy. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I think that plays into the equation, no? Okay. I guess, yeah. It's some sort of... Uh, is it a chowder or is it like a bisque? Here, you be the judge. Or do we have some sort of stew? Is it really... Okay, so this is some sort of like... It looks like some sort of noodle... Some sort of noodle brothy kind of thing. He's making a mess. He's eating it with a big wooden spoon. He has this giant headed. Yeah, it looks very brothy. I don't see any chunks in the soup. You don't see all the chunks on the table? I don't. Oh, I guess there they are, yeah. Yeah, this is all stuff that has fallen out. Yeah, I guess maybe, you know, it's down to just the broth. Yeah. So this guy with a big giant head. He's making a mess with that soup. So these guys are like, they're from like a TV show or something in, uh, in China or wherever this is at. And they're from some morning TV show or some sort of weird, like, kids thing. Do you think he has any crackers for the soup? I'm not sure. Maybe that's why he's crying. Because he's he's crying is the creepy part. He's sobbing. He's being consoled by this huge guy. That's then a, another guy. an awfully large spoon for soup. <laughs> yeah, right? Another it's almost guy a ladle. In. It's almost a ladle. It is. 
And it just seems like they were ill-prepared to make this video. And then, uh, you know, stuff like this that's just strange. That's, that's a dark web video that ended up surfacing on the actual web because it wasn't that weird. It's just a man eating soup. I saw nothing out of the ordinary. Okay, well, uh, I've also... Uh, I've also heard like a, just a bunch of creepy stories about the dark web. And I think there was one where this guy was watching like a murder go down, like some sort of like hostile type situation. And yeah. there was a chat box that was telling him that they had his IP address and that he, uh, he had to like play along that he was like there to watch it. And <clears throat> otherwise they would like know that he was probably gonna you know go to the cops or something and then he would be the next dude in the video now that i like say it out loud it probably wasn't true but it was a great it's, story it could be <laughs> it sounds like it could be like a like an eli roth movie right that's what i'm saying or an elon musk movie the, is elon musk making films now nobody could and if he did it he has, could the, be something he has like the that. capital i guess to, to finance yeah you never really know uh have you heard of a Talking about those YouTube holes that I go into. Have you ever heard of Tabasco Sweet? Tabasco Sweet? No, I have not. Tabasco Sweet of uh, he has a show called Cheap Thrills on the channel uh, Super Deluxe. I've heard of Super of, Deluxe. I yeah. think. Okay, Super yeah. Deluxe is like a comedy channel. Yeah, some yeah. Sort of weird shit. I'm familiar. And uh, there's this dude Tabasco Sweet. I don't think I could play his videos because his shit's like. It's all about YouTube and monetizing and shit, so I'm pretty sure we'll get pulled from YouTube. Fucking greedy fucks. But, uh, it's fucking... He does these shows where he... He talks about, like, all the high-end gear that all the kids are wearing. Like, Supreme shirts and Gucci slippers. Right. Like, that all the rappers wear and shit. Yeah. And he's like, these cost fucking $500. I'm not about to spend $500. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna make it. And he makes shit... Out of like he he made the Gucci slippers out of like electrical tape, and fucking like like a paint pen, like a black paint pen. He made the like logo on the side, and they looked pretty legit. Like they <laughs> like in a picture you couldn't tell. And he uses like spray paint to make box logo tees and shit. <laughs> and just the way that he talks, you know, I'll be able to play like a little piece of it. But uh, the way that he talks is like. Like, nobody really knows if he's for real or not. If this is, like, a character that he's doing. I'm I'm convinced it's a character. But there's a lot of people that are like, this is him for real. Well, I feel I'm a pretty pretty excellent judge of character, so let me, let me take a look at the fellow. The box logo design is iconic. Tyler, the creator, and ASAP Rocky were early adopters, but since then, Supreme has become a household name. This hat is famous for its simple aesthetic, and that's what's going to- Okay, this is bad. This isn't- I'm going to go right out and say that's a character. See, this isn't- If not, uh, I, I mean, I think it is. I got to try to find him doing some weird shit, because that's what it's all about. I mean, that was just too, like, immediately, like, pompous and, like- All right, got my logo locked in, and it's looking very clean. While we let this guy dry, I'm really excited to show you guys my new whip. Yeah. He does like this, uh... See, it's like, I don't want to play too much and get pulled. <laughs> but he gets, like, 
he gets like fucking all like don't get too wavy off those zans my guy and like just fucking like <laughs> way over the top like just the most ridiculous shit but it's gold you should check out tabasco sweet oh well for sure he just like popped up out of nowhere and he has like eight videos <laughs> on uh on super deluxe that are all like diy make your own shit and it's a great name yeah and uh he also like makes beats i guess so all the all the beats in his videos are all like his beats that he made and then he always shouts out his soundcloud at the end so this dude's killing it and he came out of nowhere like maybe maybe like two months ago it looks like like two or three months ago he's an overnight sensation uh-huh and then boom fucking a million views on some of these videos how do you think he's coping with his newly found fame uh i think he's killing it and i know that uh it probably helps that in the last episode that i watched he found a dog he was like he was like we were at a party at the beach and then this little guy ran up to me with no collar on and he like had this like little black pug and then he was like uh telling everyone to like help name the dog in the comments do you think his apartment allows dogs i don't know but he could just be uh he could just be on the low like it seems like tabasco sweet likes to yeah. save money he he loves that cheap life yeah so he's not gonna pay a pet deposit no. even if it is a thing no absolutely not. yeah he's gonna be like uh we'll just go ahead and keep this dog inside yeah mm -hmm. and then they're making uh they're making like supreme t-shirts and shit and then he's all like what kind of dad would i be if i forgot about my little guy and he like picks up the dog and he's like let's make a sweet tea for this little babe <laughs> like fucking just makes a little dog t-shirt so he's killing it and i'm convinced it's a character nobody knows i think it's a character but you know a lot of characters that people do are just like mild extensions of themselves you know what i mean they're it's like their personality like amplified you Very know true. what i mean mm -hmm. so maybe he's just like doing whatever it is he does and you know like people have made observations about and then just like amplifying it yeah because he is young i want to say that he's like uh he can't be older than like 20. i want to say he's like 19 or some shit. right yeah. yeah, he looks like a young lad. Mm -hmm. Young laddie. Youngster. So um, we, uh, we, we went out last week. I just keep thinking about that soup. <laughs> and what it tasted like? I bet it was I mean, salty. Yeah. High yeah. and high and, and not, sodium. And not at all warm. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's bad. Just room temperature. Uh, we went out last week and we did, uh, we did a little bit of filming. Oh yeah, absolutely. We did a little community outreach. We did. And, uh. Community service, I would say, you know, even. Yeah, I would agree. And, um, we, uh, we actually go into it a lot deeper on your podcast, Awesome Ties Running for Mayor. There's a new episode that came out yesterday. Everywhere. SoundCloud, Stitcher blah 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 iTunes. itunes google play uh other places and you could uh go check that out and hear the whole story but right now for you youtube viewers we're gonna go ahead and check out this video yeah check it out it's it's hilarious so if you if you didn't get a chance to see it <laughs> <laughs> you get your pudding and you're gonna watch it right now so here it is <laughs> Is that Bill Cosby? Yeah. <laughs> 
It was an accidental Bill Cosby. Paso Robles has this clock tower. It's a beautiful clock tower. Some say it's the best clock tower. I don't know. That's for you to decide. But we're going to go ahead and put 24-7 security around the clock down what here. What was I doing with my arms? Because it's been proven in the past. This entire clock video, my arms are, just have their, a minor calling a time traveling yeah, they do. back into the future someday. So that's something that we need to protect for the next generation. A lot of... This? Yeah, and we'll, we'll provide a commentary. Okay, okay. So yeah, we talked to this young hipster. Would you say would you say he's a hippie or a hipster? What what line does he fall on there? Uh, I want to say I mean, he's borderline, but no, no, those glasses are definitely hipster. Yeah, I was gonna say I was gonna say borderline for sure, and I want to say that he's a hippie, but the glasses and the mustache. Mustache beard yeah. combo with he's a soul from, patch. I he believe said he's from Mammoth too. Yeah, there's no hippies in Mammoth. Hipster. One hundred percent hipster. He was friendly though. I mean, he seemed to answer my questions no problem. I mean, he even seemed to display a similar similar mind state about Steve Martin. Yeah, he kind of and he kind of did. Uh, yeah, he said a lot of the things that we've been saying. Yeah, and just kind of backed him up. He was very agreeable, that young man. Uh huh. Ty flapping his arms around. Yeah. I think it's fair to say that I think it's good because it keeps it keeps people's attention on you. Especially when you're talking like to them in real life. It keeps people looking at you. Because you're like, hey, 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 I wanna be mayor. I wanna be mayor. It's gonna get me like mentally evaluated it. Steve Martin is our mayor. A couple of local meth addicts. Yep. He kept saying that he was like dying and like running out of fuel or something like that. Oh yeah, he was clearly coming down off of something. He was like, I'm running out of juice. It's kind of enough to have a discussion with us about time travel and voting. I don't think he was a voter. <laughs> no. And he also doesn't watch movies. These people were lying. They know damn well who Steve Martin is. They're just like, oh, I don't watch television. I'm preoccupied with a crippling drug problem. <laughs> Spit it out. <laughs> it's what meth does to you. I, we blew his mind. Man. Yeah. He's going to be fucked up the rest of the day. It's so good because I, I contemplated... I bounced back and forth between taking this part out and keeping it in because it kind of like ran a little long with these guys. And I was like, ah, you know, but it was just gold what he was saying. It was so funny. And he brought he brought up a very valid point. We'll see how what's going to happen is lightning is going to Which you had a rebuttal for instantly. You were just like, look, dude, like. I will vote for you if I see some time travel because that's just pretty tight. I think that's fair. So believe it or not, some of the feedback that I'm getting from past global citizens is that around the clock security for the clock tower. And <laughs> my arms here are just out of control. Yeah. There's stuff swinging back and forth, literally. Like pendulum. I'm looking at the camera and just swinging my arms. Uh, I have no prior history in television, movies, or recording of any sort. No. That's all right. I'm a music guy. You did a really good job. I'm a music guy. You did a good you job. Know? I, but I, I, I'm learning. I was proud of that shot. Yeah, so back and forth. So this is me just like patrolling the block and protecting the clock tower, which I think is necessary, or, or possibly Save not. Save the clock tower! We'll find out. That's what this is all about. Protect the clock tower! Save the clock tower! Protect the clock tower! It was
was built 1908. And, um, so, uh, Do you remember this lady's name? No. <laughs> I'm going to say it was Judith. Yeah? I'm thinking she's a Judith. Oh, it looks like a Judith to me. Yeah, she looks like a Judith. She gave us a great history lesson about the clock tower. Yeah. And then she offered us a tour, which yeah. we... Which we reluctantly accepted. <laughs> We're like, all right, well, you talked for us on camera, so we kind of have to. That was pretty cool, though. The glass, the glass prints were dope. The glass negatives or whatever. I'm over here in this tiny house. <laughs> I don't even know why we had this shot. Break from tower. <laughs> it was and highly unnecessary. This morning, just walking back and forth, <laughs> yelling at it to make sure it's still there. It's still there so far. Still there so far. To report, but once I am mayor, we're gonna get somebody out here. I'm gonna pay a minimum wage, and they're gonna be out here all day. We're gonna give them a little cooler of water and a little a little shade hat. <laughs> It's going to be their job to protect the clock tower for future generations. Awesome tie for mayor. A little shade hat. <laughs> Can't write this stuff, you know? <laughs> I mean, you could, but people would be like, what is this? Right, write something better. City Hall. Once yeah. again, it's hot outside. I'm sweating a little bit. I got my business suit on, though, so I look nice and professional. We're going to head right up into City Hall. We're going to go try to talk to Shauna. Maybe not that Steve Martin. Maybe a librarian or something about what they would do to protect the clock tower and why they do or don't consider it a vital issue. So let's go ahead and head up in here. It's bullshit. It was Monday. Yeah. I think Monday. they saw us. I, I think it was Monday, was it? Monday afternoon. <laughs> City I'm Hall pretty sure it was Monday. That's what you said. Well or was hours. it Sunday? No, I'm not going to go ahead and say... I'm the wrong guy to ask. Yeah. That it's a conspiracy to keep me out of City Hall, to keep me from giving my peace of the mind about the clock tower. Peace of the mind. I'm not going to say that. I'm going to let you formulate that opinion on your own. Why won't you let me in, Steve Martin? What are you hiding? What are you hiding? <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Great editing, by the way. Thank you. Fantastic work. I'm having fun with it. I'm having yeah. fun. I am in no way. You are in no way an actor, and I am in no way a video no, editor. I'm, I'm, I'm a musician, and I'm a, I'm a mayoral candidate. That's right. And I am a podcaster. And a campaign manager. A campaign manager. And also a musician. In musician. Oh, yeah. Of course. Uh, I play... Uh, an author. I play the stand-up. Because remember, we determined the... the yeah. yeah you're, I mean... I'm also an author. Authors. Yeah. And a journalist, because I have written a blog entry before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so this are, these are all great things. Uh, so yeah, man, that's dope. The clock tower, that was a lot of fun. That was uh, it was a good time. That was fresh, and definitely more and more of these webisodes to come. And I think that uh, I think that this is how a lot of TV shows are made. Is by people. Have you ever seen like the Workaholics web series or like Broad City web series, like? A lot of like Comedy Central shows. I could see this this concept getting like you know like this, some attention if somebody saw it, you know. Mm -hmm. And they would definitely re like rebrand it, and it would be like a whole different angle, and you would be like doing something else. But someone could see it, be like, "This is pretty good." It could be our ticket this out of this potential. pathetic city. Oh wait, wait, no, <laughs> I didn't mean that. Pass. No, it's okay. This is the Natural Habitat podcast. You're good. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Nobody listens to this one. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that's dope. Saving the clock tower. One clock tower at a time. No, just the Paso clock tower. 
So that's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just the one. Just so one at a time, so at and a then time. and then we're done. One right. and done. Yeah. It uh, as soon as it begun, it be done. That's what I say. <laughs> uh, so I uh, there was something else I wanted to bring up. Oh yeah, I found out this. I heard this crazy story via video. I watched the video and learned this stuff. And I heard a crazy, so I read this article, right? <laughs> and it uh, it was talking about um, Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. And the Temple of Doom. Are you familiar with this? Uh, yeah. So this was, this was the Indiana Jones for my childhood. It was the tape that I had. Like I had Indiana Jones, Temple of Doom on VHS. I want to say on like a recorded one that I had gotten off of like TV or HBO or some shit. And uh, that was like the Indiana Jones movie when I was growing up. Is that the one with the rolling ball? Uh, yes, rolling ball, Kalima. And he yeah. fucking pulls yeah, I think so dude's too. heart they out. All, like the, the whole, all three of them, like Last Crusade, Raiders of the Lost Ark, and that one, they all just kind of blur together into me as one long like, yeah, they're story. Like, they're like Family Guy episodes. You're like I don't know where that joke's from. Yeah, it's this, just uh, <laughs> you know, it's just him running and him, you know, yeah. snakes and yeah, very true. Artifacts. And I don't like snakes. Accents aplenty. Yep. Uh, do you like my uh, Nazis? There's some Nazis in there, isn't there? Lots yeah. of Nazis because Lots of Nazis. Steven Spielberg liked to have Nazis be the bad guys and like to kill them in his movies. Naturally. Yeah. So you know, and um, I found out what had happened was. Uh, Steven Spielberg was making a lot of movies back then, uh, had a lot of stuff coming out, and him and George Lucas, who was, I want to say, executive producer on Temple of Doom, he, uh, George Lucas was like, didn't want to make movies anymore, and was getting super into toys, right? Making toys and all these different lines and characters and figurines and blah 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 so that's where the money was at selling the toys to the kids and he knew this because he knew that it was a lot easier to design and release a new toy than it was to write and film a new movie yeah so he got into that they made temple of doom and they if they wanted to if they wanted it to be rated r then they couldn't market toys to kids but they didn't want to tone down the movie and have it be like a kids adventure movie and then not have it be marketable to adults right so what they did was they created the pg-13 rating ah so there was only pg and r back then i see and i was gonna say like it doesn't really seem like an r-rated movie but it also doesn't seem like a pg movie so yeah. i was gonna yeah it's somewhere in between and i found out that pg-13 wasn't made until the 80s and it's also just a suggestion whereas you know like a rated r was like 17 and over and mandatory yeah exactly yeah it was a suggestion and they straight they went to the to the riaa or whatever it is the motion picture association and uh like talked to them and came up with they had PG thirteen, PG fourteen, and PG two, which is the sequel to PG, I guess. And they ended up going to PG thirteen and releasing it as that 
So that way it could be marketed to everyone. And then that spawned the PG-13 era that we're in now. So, so what exactly constituted a PG-13 movie? I remember you could say fuck a couple times. You could say least. fuck one time. One time, okay. There was one single time that you could say fuck. You could have brief nudity. So a nipple. Yeah, you'd or you'd see like an ass for yeah, sure. Yeah, like an ass curve or a nipple. And then... Very rarely the nipple. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't remember ever seeing a nipple in a PG thirteen movie. Granted, I wasn't, you know, keeping stats or anything like that. Very but. true. But uh, and then you know, PG thirteen can have like violence. Yeah, yeah. Like blood, explosion, that People kind of getting shit. Shot. Yeah, yeah, all that. And there's, I mean, think about Temple of Doom. There's brutal deaths in that movie. The dude gets yeah. lowered into the fire pit and burnt alive. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with people being horribly murdered or tortured, but God forbid child, you see some titty. There's some child slave labor in that movie. Remember that starving That's kid? Fine. <laughs> Just More don't see it. that titty. Nope, no titties. Or no the ass. or the front of a bush. God oh my forbid. God. Yeah, that's horrible for kids. So, uh, so they straight created PG-13 for Temple of Doom so that. They can market it to adults and also sell toys. So that, yep, George Lucas could become even richer. Mm-hmm. And then here we are now, back when that came out, the the number one movie in America was Beverly Hills Cop, which was rated R. And number two was something else that was rated R. I forget what it was. And now all the number one movies are PG-13. And rated R is like a death sentence almost. Yeah. Unless you have like a big thing. Right, right. Or, you know, catches fire. Yeah. Like uh, like Deadpool, which I didn't like, but Deadpool was rated exactly. R, and that was a mo- almost because of word of mouth. I, I feel like yeah, and ev- and it was also because it was rated R. People were like, oh, it's a rated R superhero movie. I remember Super Super Bad did very well too. Those yeah. kinds of movies usually do. Will Ferrell movies. Yeah, those are good. That you know that it's just going to be a vulgar movie. Throughout. Although he hasn't even made many of those in recent memory. Super yeah. Troopers 2 is coming out. That's going to be good. They yeah. just they just finished rapping on them. I heard that. That's nuts. Yeah. And it looked like it was from a legit source, too, when I saw it. Because I've seen a lot of news for Super Troopers 2. That's oh, yeah, fake. it's for sure. Yeah. So that's going to be I dope. imagine that's on the horizon. I heard a thing about how they had, they had like written the script and then scrapped it and then rewrote the script and then flipped it flipped the script and then they rewrote it again and then started filming and then canceled filming and then rewrote the script again jesus and they're just like they I, I mean it's it's got to be I hard hope they didn't waste too much money considering it was crowdfunded like at least partially <laughs> right? the whole thing was crowdfunded initially i, I don't know <laughs> like they might have gotten some additional producers on board that have helped with financing but i hope so I remember there were like incentives, like if we reach this much, that there's gonna be this car chase in here, and if yeah. this, we reach this much, we're gonna sign this actor to play this part. Mm-hmm. And I, last I checked, they they had reached most of their incentives, so I hope they have all that stuff, and that you know it's a good movie. Yeah, I'm excited, man. I think it's gonna be dope. But uh, I think that they just got to like it's it's got to be tough to make a sequel. To a movie like that, to Super Troopers. Yeah, for sure. It's one of the most quotable stoner movies ever. Yeah, it's almost like a a half-baked two or something like that. Yeah, that would be, it'd be impossible. So, you know, uh, hopefully hopefully they're not tripping too hard and one of them doesn't fucking Chester Bennington himself. (laughs) He's all stressed out. It's too soon. Too soon. Bad taste? Extremely poor taste. (laughs) Uh, 
I remember I I had looked up this movie recently that I used to watch when I was a kid. Have you ever seen Mac and Me? Yeah, I remember Mac and Me, the bootleg knockoff E.T. Yeah, right? Uh I I I like remembered it for some reason and then I looked it up and I saw in the pictures and then it all started coming like flooding back to me that they saved Mac's family with an ice cold can of Coca-Cola. That Mac would drink the Coke out of the straw. It was like his thing because he had the like weird pucker butthole face with like the big cheeks. Okay. And uh, the kid would like give him Coke and he loved it. And then they went and found Mac's family at the end of the movie. I don't know if you remember this. And they were like, in, they were like in some cave, like in the desert. I remember the kid was in a wheelchair, which I forgot when I like, I looked up the plot and went all through it. The aliens had got sucked into some vacuum at the beginning of the movie. They were on some other planet vacuuming up like rock samples and they sucked the aliens in, came to earth, were hiding out in some cave, all malnourished and tired and sick and shit. And the little wheelchair kid and Mac go there to the cave out in the desert and he gives them Coca-Cola. And he's like, it's like conveniently placed huh. like like Coca-Cola, like on the of side course. of the thing. And he's all like putting it in, putting the straw in his mouth. And it gives them the energy and the life force that they need to... Was this movie just like made by Coca-Cola secretly? It was. <laughs> it Dude. was, it was. Okay, <laughs> trip out on this. Uh, back in, back when they first started doing like the home movie thing, uh, like VHS tapes, if you wanted to buy it, it was like 80 bucks for you to buy one. And that was like back then money, $80. That's a whole lot of money. Yeah, it was insane. And it was because they wanted you to go to the movie theater like, if you wanted to see a movie again, you would have to wait until they rescreened the movie because there was less movies back then. So they would just, like, rescreen them. After, like, a year, they would play, you know, the popular Christmas movies again, and you could go see whatever you want to go see. And the movie companies didn't want people to be able to watch them in their homes because then they wouldn't come out to the movies and buy concessions and give money to the movie industry, right? So... Top Gun was the first VHS to be priced at a reasonable price. It was $26.99. And it was because they teamed up with Pepsi and they had a Top Gun Pepsi commercial at the beginning of the tape. So you would put the tape in and it would play a commercial of a dude in a fighter jet and he's fucking zooming around and then a thing would open. The danger zone. Here, I'm gonna play it and I'm gonna We're see. We're gonna take a ride into the danger okay, zone. Okay, we don't have the rights for that, Ty. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, let's see. It was a diet Pepsi commercial, and this ran. You put the tape in, and this commercial would run. So I'm not gonna do any audio on it, but. I guess there's no song. So he's fucking zooming along in the sky. That's not even Tom Cruise, is it? No, it's just some dude. So this thing opens up, little compartment, right. and there's an ice cold Diet Pepsi. Okay. Oh no, he can't get it out. It's jammed. Is that really what he should be worried about while, <laughs> while flying a jet? <laughs> 
<laughs> oh no! Is he's that safe zoop. piloting? I, I question that. What's he gonna do? He's gonna pop it open and he's gonna flip upside down and drink it. Oh, he poured it. There seems to be some sort of safety hazards being like blatantly broken here. Okay, so uh, does the FAA have, has the FAA seen this video? Uh, I'm, I imagine they had to sign off on it, you know. But I'm not a doctor. It's a crazy world. So I don't know. But Diet Pepsi made it to where they paid enough money to have this ad in there that they could afford to sell their tapes at twenty six ninety nine, And it started the whole home video thing. And then I started remembering that there was ads for everything on all of these tapes that I had when I was a kid. Did you ever have the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie? The original one? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, uh, let's see... They had a Pizza Hut. Oh, I for sure remember the you Pizza Hut. You remember with shit. like the baseball team and shit? Do you remember the um the video you would get? I think you might have gotten it from Pizza Hut, but they were like rock stars. The Ninja Turtle rock star video, like Yeah, I remember that. So this was uh so they teamed up with Pizza Hut naturally and I remember this. The kid's fucking sitting out here. He catches the ball. They all go to Pizza Hut after the game, and everyone's all proud of him and yep. shit. That's when Pizza Hut was like a nice sit-down place that you would go with your family to celebrate. You know, they had video games, at least the one in, where I lived did. Yeah. I remember going there for that promotion. I don't remember exactly what you got, but I remember going there and it being Ninja Turtle-related for a brief period. Yeah. And uh, it's just crazy how, like how that started the whole home video and now we're at Blu-rays and streaming services and all this shit. And that started it was these corporations came in and they were like, just let us uh, subliminally advertise to your children on all of their favorite videos that they watched. I must watch that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles video a thousand fucking oh, times fuck when yeah. I was a kid. Kids watch the same shit over and over again on loop. Yeah. It's crazy. And I got fed that sweet, sweet, Pizza Hut commercial right in the beginning because for a long time I either you know didn't fuck with like the like fast forwarding to where it was I would just put it in and let it play or I would like like all the commercials and shit because I was a kid so I would be like that was all like part of it yeah you know what I mean and the whole thing is all like baseball inspirational story and then right at the end they're like Pizza Hut <laughs> it's perfect like subliminal for a kid marketing yeah, you gotta love commercials that really have nothing to do with the product they're selling. That's right. We've been uh, we've been bamboozled and tricked forever. The old bait and switch. That's right. Just like uh, just like we tricked you guys out there to go drink yerba mate tea, yerba mate, or Niagara purified drinking water. <clears throat> That's right, Niagara, the fanciest of drinking water. This tastes terrible. These are all sponsors. Hey, that's from Niagara Falls, which is actually sounds pretty gross. Isn't that like in New York or Jersey or something like that? That's in like Canada and New York. I wonder if it's from the Canada part or the New York part. Right? I would imagine it's right in the middle of the falls, but do the falls stretch across the borderline? I'm, I'm thinking the water falls from Canada into New York. See, that's Canada's what I thought, above too. us, right? So is the falls... <laughs> Are you talking flat earth map or what? <laughs> is, is the falls the borderline? 
I, I'm not sure. I'm not exactly sure. Man. I just know that there's a Niagara Falls, Canada, and a Niagara Falls, New York, and they border each other somehow. Geography's tough. I know that. Yeah. It is. Well, uh, well, thank you for joining me. You're welcome. Um, anything that you want to let the people know before we get out of here? Yeah. Um, still still running for mayor of Paso Robles. That's right. It's still a thing we got going. 2018. Um, we just got a website. Uh, runningformayor.org That is an amazing website. I just went website. live today. It's a great website. You can donate to the campaign if you so choose. A little bit of money if you want. You know, we'll use it for, for lawn signs and slap bracelets and bumper stickers and, you know, smear campaigns. Mm -hmm. Maybe a commercial or two. So go ahead and do that. Uh, we've also got the aforementioned YouTube video series. The new ones come out, what is it, every Friday? Is it every Friday we're doing? Uh, yeah, every Friday. Every Friday. And then the podcast, Awesome Ty is running for mayor. Uh, I think we already mentioned that. So, Well. Uh, Rogue Status. Rogue Status is music. Um, you can seek it out if you so choose to. Um, see if there's anything else I can plug. Oh, yeah. Uh, Steve Martin. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll save that for my podcast. <laughs> All right. Go listen to the brand new episode of Awesome Tides Running for Mayor, the podcast. It just dropped yesterday. And uh, peace out, everybody. We love you. Natural Habitat Recordings.